0: The one thing I also like about what Luis Felipe and Matt Lagrassa have together is there's a, a, an immense trust there. Yeah. It allows both of them to shine in what they do best. And I think, you know, uh, unfortunately for Nick Ross at times, he he's not been in the mix and it has nothing to do with Nick Ross's ability. But I think just the way that Felipe and Lagrassa complement each other, it works really well.
1: On today's episode of the Breakaway, presented by Los Rios Community College District, Rob McAllister, Armando Boteo, and Milton Moreno, all with a couple big announcements that uh, we are excited to share about the Open Cup final. Uh, Rob McAllister will come on first, and then we'll talk about uh, the Oakland win on Saturday and uh, and the announcement, and much much more. So that's all coming up today, and then. We will have Milton Moreno, Armando Boteo, our Spanish broadcasters, who are fantastic for another announcement uh, that will be coming up uh, at the end of the episode. So exciting for that! And then we'll have a ton of podcast content uh, coming your way here in the next couple of weeks, leading up to—I shouldn't say a couple weeks—let a week today, uh, leading up to the Open Cup final. So that's all coming up here on the Breakaway soccer fan student and graduate the los rios colleges want you to be all three american river college consumers river college folsom lake college and sacramento city college are now enrolling for the fall 2022 semester with flexible class schedules free tuition for most students and support services you can graduate and get a career in no time the los rios colleges understands you may have a job and family obligations that can make attending a college challenging That's why they offer flexible scheduling options to meet your needs, including full-term and short-term classes, evening and weekend options, and classes that are fully and partially online. To learn more, visit losrios.edu forward slash apply. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day And only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit vjbsellers.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting CBBank.com to learn more. Citizens Biz Bank, member FDIC. Ballester, Sac Republic FC, play-by-play man. Uh, and uh, Rob, before we get started, we got some uh, some big news to announce, right?
0: Very big. Very excited. My uh, bags are packed. I'm ready to go, and I'm getting on a jet plane,
1: Connor. <laughs> so Rob and Adam calling the match, um, on Sacktown Sports Radio, just like the semifinal, uh, which is very exciting. Of course, you had that unbelievable call, uh, after the big victory that not only was played on our channels, was also played by uh, our good friend, or I should say, your good friend, Raj on uh, Men and Blazers.
0: Yes, very excited. Uh, that was the very uh, a big highlight in my career. I'm really glad I didn't completely botch the call. So, very exciting. You know, Men and Blazers has always been a big supporter of. Your lower level divisions and has been uh, one of a Sacramento supporter since day one, you know, so it's really fun to be able to see that the club is getting attention on one of the most popular podcasts and soccer television shows in the world. And so I just think it was a great moment and we're continuing it. We're getting closer and yeah, to be able to do the, the final now, the U S open cup on 1140 on Sactown sports. And so I just think it's a, a great way to continue to ensure that, uh, not only I get to go to the game, but that uh, we get to have uh, Adam and I uh, be a part of this and hopefully, you know, have the home crowd, you know, have the announcers and everything else. I just think there's a nice personal tie to that, whether it was us or not, but I'm really excited that we're able to do it.
1: Yeah, and for all those who are going to be watching on ESPN Plus who aren't going or aren't going to the watch party, because um, obviously there's a lot going on, you can watch it on TV and mute it and then uh, tune in at on 11.40 a.m. and listen to the, uh, the home broadcast, Robin Adam um but before we obviously a lot of open cup stuff happening the next couple of weeks but we want to talk about a big win on saturday sacramento goes into that oakland match kind of in a weird spot after um kind of dropped they you know they moved up after beating colorado into that fourth spot in the west they then uh get you know don't don't aren't able to continue moving up now all back in fifth and then colorado and new mexico playing each other they get a the big win at home not only that first win against oakland kind of the monkey off the back a little bit too that has been uh the oakland roots a little bit but a big win for sacramento
0: i think it's the first time we've really seen sacramento come out with better energy than oakland and to the roots credit you know in the entire part of this series six of those first seven matches they came with a different energy and i think it stumps sacramento especially in year one and so to be able to bounce back after two dramatic draws of course One was a bit controversial in the first game in Oakland. And the second one, uh, Rodrigo Lopez finding Luis Felipe to tie it in the closing moments was incredible. So it's just been an incredible rivalry, but I thought Sacramento came with better energy this time. And I think that was the difference and probably could have been two, three, nothing on that game, but uh, to their credit, you know, they held in there. They didn't allow those uh, pings off the left post to get them down. And they stayed with it and pulled out the victory defensively. They held shape and, I thought a lot of the subs came in and didn't miss a beat. I thought it just showed a complete effort again by this team, two home games in a row where you saw the best of the Sacramento Republic.
1: One of the things I was very thrilled about was seeing Lee Desmond back uh, in the lineup, uh, played those first 60 minutes as he's, you know, kind of coming back to get to get to fully fit. And he looked like he hasn't missed a beat, as you mentioned. The, some of these guys coming off the bench did Mississippi. He didn't as well. I thought he looked very sharp. What did you see from him um, that made you feel good about you know where we're going to be at for the Open Cup Final?
0: Well, Lee Desmond's a professional in all the sense of the imagination. I mean, this guy will not let you see him not at 100%, even if he's not at 100%. That's what we love about Lee Desmond. He goes about his job, puts in a full shift every time. You know exactly what you're going to get from him. And I think that you know Josh Bauer has filled in nicely. I think Tiago Suarez has played some nice minutes as well, but there's just another level to Lee Desmond. I mean, the experience that he has is critical to Sacramento's success this year. And I think the, the back three are not as strong, you know, without him in the line with him, not in the lineup. So he, he is a guy that you felt like was going to give you a lot. And I think for Mark Briggs, he said, look, I have to put a minute restriction on this guy. Otherwise he's going to continue to push himself. He's not going to tell you that he, it's time to come out. So um, I think they had a game plan all along and, and just felt like he could give it all. And, he looked good. I know he's been itching to get back in, but they didn't, didn't want to rush him back.
1: Malik Foster getting the start um, up top this last game. It seems like when I talked to Mark Briggs last week, he kind of mentioned that right now. Malik is the guy who, who's kind of grabbed that jersey at the number nine. Uh, what have you seen from him? It, it seems like having his speed, teams and especially back lines are a little more aware of that and playing that uh, accordingly. What did you see from how that kind of allowed Sacramento to open up Oakland a little bit?
0: I think he did a really nice job spreading that back line. I thought it gave opportunities for guys to drop in underneath, you know, and looking at opportunities that they didn't go for Sacramento. But there was space in between the PK mark and just beyond the half circle. And so that's exactly what you want to see is just have your striker, if they're not getting the ball, at least draw guys in. I think he did a good job with that. I think what, what we probably want to still see more from Malik, I want to see a couple more opportunities where he's just barely offside continue to make those center backs think because his speed is second to none and he just is impossible to guard one v one so if you can draw two guys in it's going to create more scoring opportunities and I just think he's playing at a really good level and I just love to see that he's fully fit because we haven't seen it since he's been here so it's really nice to see him on the pitch and have a nice energy and he's confident right now and hopefully that will lead to more goals
1: the uh the set piece, corner kick goal, uh Connor Donovan coming flying in to make that header, which was uh which is impressive. Almost as impressive as the and you mentioned it in the call, the off-footed, left footed Rodrigo Lopez putting a beautiful ball in. I mean, what a season Roro's having. I it just feels like every time he's out on the pitch, things are happening in a dangerous in a dangerous way. And I know for you, you get you got to call him back in twenty fourteen. Uh, What is it like, you know, for you to be able to see this guy continue to excel even here in 2022?
0: It's interesting to see what he's added to his game. His left foot was not this strong, you know, eight years ago. So I love to see the way that he has continued to build. And that's something the younger players should watch is the way that Rodrigo Lopez is not 25, but he is 35 and he's the best player on the pitch most nights. And that's really impressive. There's very few guys that can do that. And I think he has shown ability to just be great. When the team has needed him to be great, and that's what some of the best players in the world do, and so I think Rodrigo Lopez is having, to me, his best season in Republic uniform. Obviously, fourteen was really good, but I thought there was a lot of other pieces that had really nice um, abilities as well. I think that he is the engine to this club right now, and he is a guy that makes them go. And I think when you and when, when Moffat, I think we joked on the broadcast, is like, "Oh, is weaker left foot?" and I said. I don't know if you can call it a weaker left foot. Maybe on goal scoring opportunities, but in terms of service and delivery, it's it's almost
1: there. It's incredible. Well, and I I wanted to uh, one other guy that I just kept over and over again making plays on uh, on Saturday night, Luis Felipe. And I know he does it every game, but he just deserves so much credit. How many times Oakland is kind of you know they have the possession and, and he just sticks a foot in there and is able to either break up the play or kind of throw everybody's run off or even get the ball back and then tackle and intercept for Sacramento. It just seems like he's playing at a, at a whole different level right now too. And when he and Rogo are both playing at their best is when Sacramento is really, really good. And it kind of felt that was the case on Saturday.
0: I think you're absolutely right. The one thing I also like about what Luis Felipe and Matt LaGrosa have together is there's an immense trust there. Yeah. It allows both of them to shine at what they do best. And I think, you know, uh, unfortunately for Nick Ross at times, he he's not been in the mix and it has nothing to do with Nick Ross's ability. But I think just the way that Felipe and LaGrasse complement each other, it works really well. And I think that goes for the rest of the team. There's a ton of trust on this team. I don't think anyone feels like they can't be aggressive on a play because they're concerned they might get burned behind. Everyone feels like if I'm aggressive, someone's going to pick me up because they'll do the same the next time it happens. And so to me, you see where Guys were able to make really big plays and getting stuck in a lot like Felipe does is the result of so much trust that goes on around them. And that shape, I mean, if you want to look back and watch that game again, they were connected for almost an entire 90. It was really impressive. And obviously tactics change a little bit toward the end. So look at the first 70 even. And that to me all boils down to trust.
1: Well, I, I thought it was a very complete effort. Uh, our guy Jack Gurr, who we've been itching for him to see his first goal, might have had his best chance, just just went off the post. He can't he can't get any luck on that aspect. You mentioned it a couple times on the broadcast, I think a couple games ago, that he should have a lot more assists, too. He should have a couple goals in there, too. It just feels like uh, he hasn't quite gotten the luck this year, but hopefully maybe down the stretch he'll uh, he'll start to either find the net or find the uh, teammates for assists.
0: And, you know, I think for him it's not – that he is a striker up top or attacking mid. So there is a less pressure to do it. Sure. It's, it's probably a, are you kidding me? You know I mean? <laughs> right. Has it had so many of those this year that I feel just bad, like, Oh, come on. Like give him a break. And you know, that one off the post just kills him still. And the fact that well, we had three or four shots. Oh, I know three for sure. Luis Felipe probably would have been number four off that left post for Paul Blanchett. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in 9 years in a Republic game. So, uh just a fluky deal, but uh, I know for Jack it's it's been heartbreaking cuz he just he goes all in and you can just see it in his eyes. He wants one so bad. And I and I tell you what, when he gets it, his celebration better be really good. I'm going to be really <laughs> disappointed if it's just like a single fist bump or something. I don't know. It he better have given a lot more thought to it than than what we're seeing.
1: Well, Connor Donovan getting his uh, his second goal the year. I know we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but uh, what a flying header that was. And now it just feels like Sacramento is scoring goals in all these different ways. I mean, obviously, we, we've mentioned you know they should have had three or four, but the ability to have a center backs like that fly in, it, it makes them just even more dangerous on set pieces.
0: Well, I think we just said that we keep, we've said that out for a couple of games. They should have had three or four. I mean, even Colorado Springs, you That's could true. make an argument that could have been four or five. So – To me, that's good because that means your odds are likely that one of those or two of those are going to go in there. Defensively, they're so good that that gives you a chance to win the game, not just have a draw. So, you know, when it's when it's not working, when they're not uh, coming from different angles, when they're not changing pace, uh, you can see it. And we saw a little bit of that in Las Vegas where it just wasn't the Republic we've sort of seen. And so I think that when you are able to score in different ways, it makes you hard to guard. and. Don't don't forget that Orlando's scouting all of this, right? Orlando City knows this is a big challenge ahead for them. And they're going to have to think about a lot of things. When typically you find lower division teams, you only have to maybe think about one or two potential threats. And for Sacramento, they provide so many different looks in the attack and the way that they defend that Orlando's going to have to spend some serious time on this match. This is not going to be an easy one. And if if they haven't watched any other MLS contest, San Jose, LA, sporting KC, they, they know they're in for a night. So um, I just, it's great to see guys like Connor Donovan coming from the back and, and getting scores because I think Connor does so many things that I would say I don't appreciate. I think everyone appreciates what he brings back there, but he does so many of the dirty work items that you're just, you know, not a lot of guys want to do that, you know? And so he, he, to be able to get a payoff for a goal every once in a while is really huge
1: well the uh i will say that orlando will likely have a little extra time to scout with uh, no match this weekend but uh
0: <laughs> yeah interesting how the uh, game for mls got moved right and so huh. and yeah i don't know how that it is interesting. Out, but... um
1: all right let's talk let's talk some louisville i don't we don't exactly know um you know what exactly Sacramento is going to approach this game. But we've know, we know for a fact that going into each of these open cup matches, they've gotten big results. They beat the LA galaxy two or three or four days before beating LA galaxy. Uh, They drew against Phoenix and then before the sporting Kansas city game, and then beat Charleston right after. So they've shown up for these games, um, you know, before these open cup matches. And I imagine you go to Louisville, they have a, you know, relatively new building. They usually have a pretty good crowd, this is going to be another opportunity for Sacramento and especially for uh, for some of these guys who maybe haven't seen as many minutes to show out and have a good game. And we know how deep this roster is that there is a very good chance that Sacramento has a good chance to put up some points and get a result uh, in Louisville.
0: Yeah, let me first start. I mean, you can make an argument. Louisville City is the best club in the last 10 years in USL championship play. Yeah. I mean, seven consecutive Eastern Conference final trips to you know, championships underneath their belts. So I think this is a team that is well-coached. They're well-built and they have a style in this 4-1, 4-1 that they typically play that is very hard to break down. They're very good and they want to maintain their top spot in the East. And whoever Sacramento brings is is going to be a challenge regardless. I think what this does though, this to me is is a big time opportunity for a guy like Zico Lewis and Luther Archimed to show, you know, what they have and, and get some goals on the board. I mean, Zico was one of the best attacking mids in the Eastern Conference for the last several years. A guy like Nick Ross uh, was one of the best box-to-box guys in the midfield for El Paso the previous couple of seasons. And Luther Archimed has incredible hunger and, and pace. Um, he just has to be a little more selfish and, and try to finish, I think, more. And so you look at the their roster here in Sacramento, isn't a huge drop-off here, regardless of who's going to play. You you know right. that there's going to be some rest just because of the Open Cup finale on Wednesday night on the 7th so you're you're not going to go full strength but you're going to try to figure out some pieces I think Sacramento has pieces to compete and I don't think there's any reason you should come away with at least a point you know it's hard to play on the road it's hard to travel like that to Kentucky but uh, this is a talented team you've done it before and yeah they're going to be a little bit stronger than Charleston but this is a this is a club and I think they'll be up for the challenge
1: I'm curious you think uh, we'll see Saldana in goal on uh, on Saturday I think we'll see Danny V I I would
0: imagine it'll be Saldana.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking too. Uh, All right. And let's talk real quick. And I know we'll have plenty of time to do this uh, before the open cup final, but you know, you've called a lot of big matches in your career, right? Where, where does this one rank for you and how are you, you know, mentally preparing and all of that?
0: That's uh, you know, I haven't even thought about that, but obviously it's going to be up there, right? I mean, what a moment for the city of Sacramento. So I feel honored to be a part of that and you know i was there for the usl championship title game in 2014 and we broadcasted that locally and it was incredible and you know here's a chance to sort of do it again obviously we won't be on tv for this but it'll be for you know on the radio which is just as great for me and so I, i can't wait i'm excited and this is a massive opportunity for the city of sacramento to showcase what we're all about and you know get a lot of questions what does this mean? Do, do we automatically get like an MLS team now? And, you know, it's not to that extent, but uh, this, this is a great way to showcase our club and what we're all about in Sacramento. And I just think, you know, a lot of people talk about their fan bases and, you know, Orlando's sort of a weird example of that, where their attendance has not stayed with them and they were the biggest, you know, sellout crowds night after night, the first couple of seasons they've had drop off. And they're in MLS. I mean, look at us. You know, look on Saturday night versus Oakland. That place was completely packed at Heart Health Park. And so I just love the passion of our fans still, that they come out each and every match. I know that a lot of them watch or listen, and it's it's incredible. It's, a, it's, it's such an honor to be a part of this community, and I absolutely love that we have such a passionate city that supports all of our teams, and especially in the Sacramento Republic that has been ours, that we grew from day one right here in this city.
1: I'm excited for you. Uh, I get the pleasure of of sitting next to you uh, and listening, so it's going to be a lot of fun uh, in Orlando. I cannot wait. Um, I don't get to do a whole lot of that, so I'm really excited about that. You and uh, you and Adam always a lot of fun, and uh, it should be a blast. So, Sacktown Sports 11:40 a.m. for the U.S. Open Cup final next Wednesday, um, and obviously uh, Fox40.com and the Fox 40 app on Saturday in a big big match from the U.S.L. Championship. So, lots, lots to look forward to. Rob McAllister, you're obviously. Uh, in mid-season form as always and uh, we appreciate you coming on and and talking to us and we're excited to listen to these next two matches and especially on radio for the uh, open cup final
0: that's gonna be great i'm excited to have you there and the pre-game show with connor sutton sponsored yeah. by we've got to get a big time adam Moffitt's bald head <laughs> balding cream
1: <laughs> yeah i, I could
0: exactly. get some of that <laughs> beard what's that beard uh beard darkener. It's a little it's a little darker that i think is natural yeah I
1: that's, if he's, a I if he's that's a good point supplementing here yeah that's a good point just for men in the beard he's you know he's, yeah, he's, he's overcompensating is what he's doing
0: i think he's juicing i think he's juicing
1: <laughs> i love it all right rob thank you so much man all right excited to have uh, our spanish broadcasters armando Boteo and milton moreno the two legends Mm -hmm. Uh, with us in the office today and fellas we got some we got some exciting news Armand do you want to you want to tell people about it
2: well we have great great news uh, for all the fans that are having listening to our games or watching them Um, in Spanish uh, we're going to be able to broadcast the final uh, game the championship game for the US Open Cup on Wednesday September 7th and it's going to be in Spanish over two local radio stations
1: I can't wait! I'm so excited. I'm excited for you guys because you know a lot of people may not may not know this. When you guys broadcast the games, you're in the studio, but this one, the biggest match in getting you know in club history, you got to be in person, Milton. That's got to be pretty awesome for you guys.
0: Oh man, the words can't describe it. It's it's exciting. Uh, we're gonna be able to be on the field, take all the environment, the scenery, take it all in. Uh, I'm just happy to be
1: there and uh, be able to call the game for all the people here in Sacramento. So we got. On the it's on the La Ranchera stations, which is one hundred four point seven, and what's the there's an AM station eight ninety AM eight ninety AM. I should have had that with me. Uh, but very excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be electric. It's a great opportunity for uh, for fans who like to listen to you guys in Spanish. Maybe if they don't get ESPN Plus, or if they do, they can mute ESPN Plus <laughs> and listen to you guys instead because uh, they they do not have a Spanish broadcast on ESPN Plus. So it's very exciting that they they'll be able to listen to you guys.
2: Yeah, this is a great great opportunity. Uh, uh, not only for the fans who are already following us in Spanish for, for all the local game for all the regular games of, of the league, uh, but for those who haven't have had a chance or didn't know about it, uh, well now they're going to know. They're going to be able to listen to this game. Join them, join the fun, and then be with us the rest of the season.
1: Well, uh, I know I know we usually get this, but I cannot wait. We're going to get a recording of this. We're going to have we have some some treats coming up from from people. We are going to have uh, some some calls of the month, so we'll have some Spanish goal calls coming up in our social channels, and I <laughs> cannot wait because your guys' goal calls are top, top notch. Um, but I know we're going to have a Spanish podcast coming out next week. that You guys will preview uh, the Open Cup final, so it's very exciting. I just wanted to have you guys on real quick and just make this quick announcement. It's exciting. It's huge for fans. I can't wait. I'm excited for you guys. What a... What a huge po- I mean Armando you called a lot of big games where does this rank for
2: you Oh this is probably going to be the top Is it Yes I'm I'm very sure Get, <laughs> let, let people know where you up there. But you've mm-hmm. ca-
1: but give everyone all the all the games you've called in your career cuz there's a lot
2: Well yeah I I called uh, the Kings games uh uh, for probably around 15 seasons, including the season when they almost made it to the championship finals. Yeah. Uh, so, that, those were pretty good in, uh, yeah. up there games. Uh, I called some of the Niner games for a couple of seasons, were not the, the, they, were, they weren't very outstanding. <laughs> and also for the Raiders games when they were really just uh, coming out of the cellar. So, uh, nothing super outstanding in those seasons, and nothing compares to soccer anyway. So, this is going to be number one in my list. Milton,
1: got the same for
2: you?
0: Yeah, I, man, this is uh, ever since I joined Armando and back then Gabriel Vivas, uh, this is the biggest game for us. Uh, for me, also, uh, man, what better than to witness and get to call a Open Cup final? Plus, your local team is in it. Sacramento yeah. Republic is in it, and hey, the excitement—you could hear it in my probably in my words and in my tone of voice. I can't wait. I can't wait till next
1: Wednesday. Well, it's a. Uh, 4:45 pregame uh, as you guys mentioned on La Ranchera Station super excited thanks you guys for being here and uh, we'll have a Spanish Open Cup preview coming up on this podcast feed next week thanks guys and good luck it's going to be a great call
2: thank you, thank you.
1: our thanks to uh Robin Kalischer, Milton Moreno, Armando Moteo for, uh, for joining us here on this episode of The Breakaway. A little breakdown and some exciting news around the Open Cup Final that they'll be broadcasted on English and in Spanish radio here locally in Sacramento. So people who want to listen to the home broadcast, you can do so um, as we mentioned earlier. Coming up Saturday at 4.30, Republic taking on Louisville City for the final uh, league match before the U.S. Open Cup Final. And I know you guys are as fired up for the final as I am next week a week away now it's crazy and orlando uh if you're going i can't wait to see you there if you're not going the watch party is going to be awesome Um, so a lot of great great things happening and of course we will have a ton of podcast content coming up uh, the in the next seven days so we're super excited stay locked to this feed please rate review subscribe or follow we appreciate your support and as always go republic